Coming up, we're going to tell you all about this year's Star Wars Weekends at Disney Hollywood Studios. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 706 for the week of May 20th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Sean Thompson, Craig Williams, and our special guests and good friends, Kim and Ian Glaubinger. And uh, back in the production of All My Ends Lonely <laughs> is our producer, Dustin West, with way too much headroom on his shot. Oh, yeah, because we... Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I should have tightened that up But when Craig left. That's okay. Well, these are the things we learned. Yes. So, I'm sorry, guys. I had a race to get back in here. Um, this is kind of crazy for me in between... Uh, uh, in between shows, so they were wondering, um, but I just said shift change took longer than fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Had a lot of people um, disappear. Yeah, it was uh, you know it's unusual that we have uh, three people leave the table and three new ones come in in between shows. Maybe they don't like me. Already we don't. Uh, <laughs> half the people right. left in chat, so you're good. <sighs> Did it really? That's not true. No, <laughs> I was just going to say, double <laughs> the people came. <laughs> we'll get rid of them now. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I know nothing about Star Wars Weekends. Oh, my God. Is this a Star Wars show? This is a Star Wars show. Oh, I thought we were doing Mary Poppins. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh well. Um, but apparently, you know, this is the ongoing big draw at Hollywood Studios every year, Star Wars Weekends. And it's not that I'm not a fan of Star Wars. Uh, I, you know, saw, I've seen all the films and... Loved it. I just... It didn't get into it the way I did into Disney. Didn't get into it the way I got into Star Trek either. I mean, I was a big Trekker for a very long time and can probably still tell you details about the original series that no one should know. But, um, you know, as a kid, that was my thing. And so Star Wars was, you know, just not my... Not my my thing. That's sad because it's amazing in every way. Shape and form, and of course, you know the tone <laughs> and, and tenor of your voice no. really does. I know really <laughs> communicates that uh, amazingness. Very, very passionate. I mean, if you could see, if you could see me, I'm obviously a little oh, bit into it too. as I got my Star Tours. Uh, I thought he was on. doing like a lift up here uh, <laughs> and one you know, lift and separate. And. Um, but uh, uh, so. I know you guys... Sean, were you over there this weekend, too? Yeah, I went over this weekend. Okay, so these four were there this weekend. Now, But before we kind of get into that, I want to talk to Ian a little bit, because Ian has had an opportunity to do something that, that very few artists... Because uh, Ian is... If that's what you want to call me. He's absolutely an artist, an amazing artist. We've been, I've been uh, appreciating Ian's work for a while now. Um, and uh, Ian got a big break... Uh, recently, yes, when he got a chance to have one of his pieces licensed uh, for sale, uh, yeah, for Disney. Um, so, thank you, Pete. Wonderful introduction. Thank you. 
so basically, uh, I've been drawn for a long time, and uh, I've been doing work in galleries in L.A. and New York, um, pop culture stuff, and just I had a couple of friends who work for a company named Acme Archives. They do licensed artwork for Disney, Star Wars, which I know a lot of them are all the same company now, but Disney and Marvel and Star Wars, and they do, I think, things for like Microsoft and Fox and all types of things. So I had met them uh, actually at a show in person uh, that I went out to in L.A. that I did this uh, late last year, and I spoke to them, and they said, let's, you know, let's, let's work on something together. So I was working on one project for them, which can't talk about yet. This is uh, Acme Archives. This is Acme Archives, yes. My wife is my editor, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, As in most marriages. <laughs> what you going to do? So uh, I spoke to them, and I was working on one project for them. Again, can't talk about it, but you guys will probably like it if you watch this show. Um, and then as I was working on that one, I started to... Or I, I'm sorry, I got, I got a message from them that says, Hey, how would you like to debut with us with Star Wars? And I said... Yes, yes, I would. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm a big Star Wars fan. I don't necessarily know that I love the prequels, but I, I really like the old ones. I'm excited for the new ones. I've got a couple toys, and we love Disney. Like, yeah, and you know, obviously we're huge fans. Um, well, yeah, when they said, "Hey, do you want to do a piece of? You want to draw, and it'll be in in Disney World." And I said, "I where do I sign?" So that was really it. Um, and so there were a couple of guidelines that I had to stick to. Um, and really, I was just told, run free. Just do, do what you're going to do. So I sent them a couple. I sent them a sketch. My idea right off the bat was I knew that I wanted to do something based on uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca and Ewoks. Because no one draws Ewoks and they're just adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, the, the idea originally started off as one thing. And, you know, I had sent them a small thumbnail. Uh, I... I I believe I had sent some pictures. Yeah, yeah is this the sketch you're referring hey, to? Hey, there it is. That was so that picture on the thing, on the video monitor. Uh, that was probably the size of like a baseball trading card or like a credit card. That's that's wow. what I sent to Acme, and they said, "Okay, we know what you want to do. We now we need to see more." So then the next step was really fleshing this drawing out, and Acme was really great to work with because it was like working with big nerdy uh, in a good way. Uh, big nerdy art directors. Yeah, nerdy is not a bad word here. No. <laughs> okay, nerdy is not a bad word. Let me clarify that it, it is a good word because someone could misconstrue that as a bad word. <laughs> okay. But it's, it was good in this case. So I sent them the drawing. They said, okay, uh, we need a more fully fleshed out one. And they sent that to Lucasfilm, uh, which the idea of someone sending my drawings to a Lucasfilm right. it's, or a Disney. It's just that, it's that just in and of itself, yeah. Really cool, really, really cool. Like someone's really famous eyes are going to be looking at this. So they sent, I sent the, that drawing to them, and they said, looks great. Let's go for it. Now, I, you, know, you guys may or may not notice, this is a little different than the final one. So I sent this to them, and they sent it to Lucas, and Lucas said, this is great. No changes, which was, to me, I thought there would be a lot of changes, but I guess, I guess they liked it. So I started working on it, and then I sent them a color comp, uh, basically that sketch, just what colors am I going to use. So I originally sent one that was the colors on the monitors now it was more green and earth tones and i actually didn't love this one that much and i'm so glad that they're like we don't love this one either because <laughs> i wanted to do and i wanted to do kind of green because Endor is full of trees and woods and stuff like that so 
Uh, they said, you know, it's okay. We don't love it. Can you try something else? So I said, okay. So I tried another thing. And uh, this was done as a screen print or a silk screen. Really, they're the same thing. It's just uh, the more colors, it's usually a limited color palette, uh, what a screen print is. And they print each individual color one at a time. So first they'll print all the blues and then all the greens and then all the yellows or whatever the piece contains. And usually the more colors is in a piece, the more expensive it is. So we try and keep it to like six or seven plus whatever paper you're using, uh, which can be colored. Um, so then I sent them another draft, which was with the colors that we they ended up approving, which I think is somewhere. I don't know. Magic. And for those of you listening, uh, we'll have all of these up. Uh, links to all of these in our show notes page, uh, disunplugged.com, so you can see them. But uh, for those watching, we're showing uh, Ian's progress here with uh, with each of these. Yeah. So, do you have one to show? No, it's yeah. up. It's up. Oh, okay. And then well, it's up there. It's not up where hey, people can look see at it. So, this was the more uh, more complete stage, and the the trees and the uh, the ATSTs or at STs. I don't know. Craig, I'm looking at you. Come on, super Star Wars fan. Is it at STs or ATSTs? I would call it ATSTs. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, there are about four people watching the care. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Um, So this one was more complete. You can see the colors have changed. One of the things that they said was the nerds, not the nerds, the guys at Acme Archive said move Chewie a little more to the side and him and Han closer together like Charlie's Angels 80s action movie that's a cool idea so that's really like the direction I got and they were really very interactive with you in the process they were great because and actually originally the piece was greetings from Endor because I wanted to be like an old (laughs) travel poster and they said Ian we really like that idea and that's a cool idea but that makes no sense here's why that planet is full of battles and guns and robots and machines and people shooting each other who's going to want to travel there Wow. So I was like, that's a really great, nerdy, insightful, you know, I, I And I never direction. would have imagined like that much would go into it. And that's why they do what they do. Yeah. They love what they do. So then it changed from greetings to Endor, and it was like presented by the, I actually tried to sneak in uh, some Star Tours stuff, like, you know, Moon of Endor leaving daily, whatever the spiel was that they hadn't arrived, but then it ended up changing to Endor worth, worth fighting for. So it's more of a propaganda poster than a travel poster now. And there's a little text in the, in the, in the top corner saying things like, brought to you by like the some sort of alliance that I forget. Piece. That I had to look up on Wikipedia, which is like Wikipedia just for Star Wars, which so much information on there. It's the Galactic Park Service and Alliance to Restore the Republic. Bingo. So we did that, and I don't know if you remember, but the, the Ewoks in the front in the beginning were much more docile in the original sketch, and in the final one, they suggested why not have them like they're ready for battle, but still cute because because they're Ewoks. So that's what I you know. So now they're kind of surrounding the guys, like we're ready to fight by hugging you like teddy bears or <laughs> throwing rocks and sticks because that'll bring down an empire. And now this, it, this did. it did. And now this piece is is on sale in the parks. Okay, so uh, yes, this piece. Uh, well, it's sold on their website, Acme Archives' website, which is darkinkart.com, which I assume you'll say is in the show notes page. It's on definitely in the show notes page. Um, it's also sold exclusively at, at Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, at Star Wars Weekend in Darth's Mall, which is such a clever name. I would have never thought of that. Darth's Mall. Um, so, it's hard to say, though. Yeah. yeah. It is. Um, it's in the mall. It's at the mall. By the food court? No. So it's... Uh, it's well, it is. 
Dust Mall's between it's, in the, it's between Pixar Place and um, the Backlot Backlot attraction, um, and it's like a big warehouse almost, and it looks kind of like a comic book convention, and it's where most of the exclusive events for Star or exclusive merchandise for Star Wars Weekend is, and the art corner is in like the back corner next to the that is the uh, Akbar. Akbar snack bar. <laughs> it's really cute, actually, and they have Akbar like drinking like out of like a. Uh, it looks like you're drinking brains. Yeah, it's it's really cute. So that the art corner is back there, and they have um, official Disney licensed merchandise as well as Acme Archives merchandise back there. And so, but this is only open on the weekends. on the weekends yeah. on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and, and the, the, that runs through uh, June fifteenth. Star Wars weekends uh, yes. this year runs through June fifteenth, and uh, in addition to the merchandise, there's like. Costume character. Yeah, one of these buddies. Yeah, you can get the f- official uh, name tags. Do I get to say cut to me? Hey, look at that. <laughs> uh, they have really... This is the one thing I bought, and I, I'm looking at Dustin's... Or not Dustin's. Craig's and his is much cooler, because he's a sick... A, uh, a pass, and oh, he's got one on, too. Okay. I'm an annual yeah. pass holder. You get to get your name in... Arabesh. What, what he said. Okay. <laughs> Aramaic. I don't know. <laughs> Do, Bangladesh. I don't know. You get your name in a foreign language, and you get to pick where you're from. And I picked Endor, like my piece. And mine's orange because I'm not a pass holder. Uh, you can only, you can get the one that Craig has, which is blue, because because he's better than me. And it's, but because I'm a pass holder, only, how expensive are they? They were ten dollars, oh, okay. or like I mean, nine and cha- nine dollars. Nine ninety five. Yeah. You can put anything on it. Use your location. Uh, they have a, a list of um, a few approved. different... Yeah, approved. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can't put St. Olaf. It's pretty cool, though. St. Like, <laughs> no, no, I think St. Olaf was... Is that a there. Star Wars no. place? I, no, yeah. It was. But it, 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 was. Was, it was very very cool back there. And to get into Darth Maul, there was like... You can expect anywhere from about a 10-minute to like a 40-minute wait, depending on what time of day or what day of the week. We, we ended up going on Sunday. I guess we'll talk about crowd levels and such. But I think probably Sunday... Maybe Friday and Sunday are the least uh, crowded days. Mm-hmm. Now, in addition, uh, you've got uh, Star Wars celebrities, and I'm intentionally like not using air quotes because <laughs> um, they actually have a few that are are notable. I mean, John Ratzenberger, um, uh, going, yeah. uh, Peter Mayhew. Uh, he was there Chewbacca. this weekend. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, uh, the big the big story this year was that Mark Hamill is coming uh, June sixth through the eighth, and. Yeah. Uh, I, I just find that interesting. What you know? Why? I wonder why this year they're getting Mark Hamill. He's got um, nothing to do. Um, well, no, I but mean, he hasn't had anything to do for thirty years. So yeah. you know, a movie's coming out. I think. I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. and they they brought all the old ones back for the movie that J.J. Abrams is doing. Yeah, uh, most of them. Not not Lando. Lando. That was, the there's a lot of plays. controversy yeah. around that. Well, controversy. And then Wet Gentilly's. I don't know what you're saying to me. I don't know the words that are coming out. <laughs> <again. laughs> Trust me. If people don't like my sarcasm, they're going to hate yours. Three more Now, also, uh, Jedi Training Academy, which is a regular event at Hollywood Studios anyway, uh, also goes on during uh, Star Wars weekends. Yeah. But as you can imagine, much busier. Um, and then uh, behind the force, which I guess is a look behind the scenes. They well, they kind of have several shows happen throughout the day. Um, one of them will be Stars of the Galaxy, I believe is the correct it's name. Stars of the Saga. Yeah, Stars they have of the Saga at the premiere yeah. theater, this, which is this event. It's just like a theater that I don't think I've ever been in. Um, where was it? It was. It's right next by to the Streets um, of America, back yeah, behind the Muppets, Muppets yeah, and everything yeah. like mm-hmm. that, and Lights, Motors, Action. 
there there was three shows there. I don't know if these will change out when the um, like the celebrities change every week, but it seems like they probably have the same basic outline. Well, the the stars of the saga that one happens every week, and yeah. that's a talk show format. So whoever the celebrities are they'll end up being on the show and uh james arnold taylor who voices obi-wan kenobi in the uh the clone wars animated series um and he's done voices for like a million other things too not even disney related he does um, a really good christopher walken impression oh yeah oh no no don't 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 yeah. don't well, this get is, started well this is a guy actually he has a a video online of like right, how you to showed do me him a hundred voices in a minute yeah. i'm just saying how, that anytime never... christopher walken is mentioned dustin breaks out into a christopper yeah. walken wrong tone but uh, <laughs> so he hosts this uh, he hosts this talk show with the celebrities. They talk about it, blah blah blah, um, and their roles in the the movies and all that stuff. And then so like next week, Warwick Davis, who plays uh, Wicked the Ewok, in what set? He's in my print. He's in your print. Oh yes. my god. Uh, he'll he'll be there, and he has his own special show because he's one of the bigger celebrities. Because he's also in Harry Potter as Professor Flitwick, and he's Willow. He's Willow, and everyone. He's so he has his own show. Uh, Ray Park, who plays Darth Maul, not to be confused with Darth Maul. <laughs> Uh, he also has his own show where he does a lot of his choreography moves, and uh, because that's his main thing, he's not an actor by trade. It's a variety show, he just <laughs> kind of spinning yeah. the plates exactly <laughs> on top of his lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other person who has uh, I can't remember who else has their show, but there's a couple other ones. Ashley Eckstein's really involved yeah. in it too. She does another voice on the Star Wars Clone Wars, and she does the her universe clothes for girls who are nerdy. Yeah, those are pretty um, cool dresses they had back there in the Darth Maul. If yeah. I cared. But they were really <laughs> nice dresses. Right. They were they were really cool. I mean, I wish they made them in something I like because they were really nicely made and yep. there was a lot of girls wearing them. I, I was reading that this weekend the talk show was actually canceled because there were, they said that there were audio issues, right? We saw the talk show. <gasps> uh, two nights in a row oh, it was canceled. We yeah. watched that. And they said that James Taylor was outside doing like, in, like talking to oh. people and signing autographs. James, James Arnold. Arnold. I don't know the other one. James Arnold Taylor. No, it was just James but, Taylor. No, for, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, Carly Simon, James Taylor. I wish. <laughs> I was outside talking to people about Star Wars. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any any show can always be canceled or postponed due to times. Uh, sometimes the celebrities who they also have come, they'll do signings. Mark Hamill is not going to sit out in the hot weather and do a signing because for some stupid reason, they put all these celebrities right around Echo Lake. I, I saw that. It's, in just it, little tiny tents. They must have made accommodations for Peter Mayhew because he signed, he was, his signing was at the ABC Sound Studio. Everybody oh, else was? was at Echo Lake. So, And I know he's had a, a, some health issues recently, so it looks like they made some accommodations yeah. for him to have it at the he's ABC He's looking studio. unfortunate. Yeah, it was really, it was cool though he was really excited yeah. i think it was his 70th birthday yesterday yeah so they like the stars of the he was in the stars of the saga and they sang like happy birthday to him and everything and we sang happy birthday yeah everybody sang happy birthday to him they brought it i wasn't game. very good congratulations it, 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 well it wasn't my birthday that show the stars of the saga was actually really really it, the yeah. first 15 minutes was pretty funny it kind of tapered off but i highly recommend if, if if you're a disney fan even if you don't like star wars the first, the stars of the saga was actually yeah. really good. I have fast passes for the John Ratzenberger weekend um, because that's the one big event he'll be doing, and then also the Mark Hamill one. But uh, so you, I'll get to see it then. I, is is he in Star Wars? He is in Episode Five, I believe, as like just a background character. He was just an extra, but 
Yeah, he's the person John I'm most Ratchet excited yeah. about. Yeah. He's been in every single Pixar film. I hope he does this abominable snowman from Monsters, Inc. Oh, he has I don't to. Even I'm going to bring He's Cliff Clavin. <laughs> hey, Cliff Clavin. Who's that? He, he rolled in Jeopardy. <laughs> Well, I, uh, you know, I, that's, <laughs> if there are any ones that I would go and see, it would be John Ratzenberger yeah. or, uh, and Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that, when they get, you know, I'm sorry, forgive me, but they get these voice actors from animated, yeah. what? I'll tell you this, people were still excited uh, about how, them, yeah. though. Yeah, I, but how, I, it, it just feels to me like bottom of the barrel, you know, that this is like, these are the. You know, this is the the lowest rung of the Star Wars universe. To be frankly honest, it is in some occasions, but a lot of times these people, they're coming and, you know, if they don't live close to a place that has a sci-fi convention or anything like that going on, they may never get to see some of the more popular ones. So this is I can't, you know, I can't judge other nerds uh, of other disciplines, um, you know, being a Disney nerd. So, but I do anyway. Um, I... Oh, I agree totally with the celebrity issue, though. I, I don't think they should be called celebrities. Because they need like, to be called uh, higher tax bracket. Higher. <laughs> I <laughs> no, don't think that's always. the case. <laughs> Slightly. Um, I, I think that uh, you know, obviously, whatever they do, they do right and they do well because they wouldn't be so popular. I mean. Oh, yeah. Enormously popular. Let's talk about the crowds this weekend. How how crazy was it? We went on Sunday because we knew that Friday and Saturday were going to be very busy. Um, it was okay. It was very it, probably the busiest I've seen Hollywood Studios in a very long time. Like, which was nice. Yeah, so it was if, cool. I, I guess a good thing to tell people if you don't care about Star Wars weekends, stay away yes, from that park. Absolutely, Friday, don't Saturday, go and if, if you're not going for Star Wars weekends. But um, and I, th- I think Friday probably is is no- going forward not going to be such a busy day. But since it was an opening day, it was um, I heard it was pretty busy, and they had that opening event night on Thursday night. It's a pay it, it to get into to to, to Darth Small. But um, Sunday was Sunday was okay. But the crowds were pretty big, and there were people were lining up to see the celeb. It was mostly to get pictures with characters and the celebrities and stuff like that. So if you're doing other things, it wasn't, you know, yeah. as busy. Um, we tried to go into prime time. We just try to walk up to prime time. That was, you know, not going to happen. But that's not going to happen anyway. Food was hard, yeah. but there were lines, but bearable. <laughs> we, we got there at what? At like 11, yeah, 1130. And, and we in. said, when's the next time you're available? And they said, how does eight o'clock sound? <laughs> yeah. Eight, o- eight o'clock today. Crowds were okay, but we, we made around, we got around, to um, a lot of these events, not signings or characters, but um, you know the the talk shows and whatnot, without fast passes, we just we walked right up to we just went a little early to go to the premiere theater for Maybe the Stars minutes. of the Saga. Not even um, we and we watched the motorcade, which we got to talk about. We didn't need a fast pass for that. That was you know we just stood right on the street. And well, the motorcade in general is the busiest thing that happens yeah. during the day at Star Wars really? weekends. Well, it's because it's a chance to see all the celebrities. You get to see uh, I, I, again. I, I just I feel like we have to do air quotes. <laughs> we'll, we'll add that in in post production. Um, and then you get to see all the characters dressed up. You get the five hundred first Legion uh, of Star Wars fans who dress as stormtroopers. Uh, I mean, oh, the, the entire the entire types. list of everything. Do any do. of these people pass out wearing those outfits? I don't know how they don't. I've met a lot of five hundred first. I do a lot of uh, comic book conventions, you know, selling my art and but stuff like that. In the Florida sun, and I've met my fair share. And the devotion of these people, it's pretty. 
It's probably a word that I don't know. It's I'm not familiar. Not, I'm not familiar with this. So, so these are volunteers in like it's a like club? A f- officially fu- sanctioned yeah. like group of, okay. of like Star Wars fans and characters. They dress up, but they're like I guess sanctioned. Lucas Lucas acknowledges them, and they'll go to conventions and they'll come to things like this. And Lucas says. Okay, you know, I don't know George Lucas, but the comp Lucas film will say things like, "Yeah, this is okay because they're the quality of their costumes and stuff." Yeah, they have certain guidelines. Yeah, and they, the the way they act or way they they you know acted while in the costumes sure. and stuff. They looked in the parade unless they announced that they were the five hundred first. You wouldn't have even known. Yeah. They were, it was it was really really cool. Hmm. I mean, last year I can remember seeing them, and some of the costumes were getting a little more older and decrepit, but. This year, like they stepped up their game, and especially the Wookies that they had walking around. Uh, they were again, movie quality. Again, yeah. you know, uh, God bless them yeah. walking around in a rug. Oh, it was um, hot uh, as heck that day. Head to toe rug. You just referenced the movie. <laughs> yeah, Leia calls Chewbacca a, a walking uh, carpet. I think in the okay. movie. Um, see, I see what you did there. Yeah, don't play was, coy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, that I, I just I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it, and it's you know it's different than it's different than with Disney characters that you know are on a fifteen-minute set yeah. and then they're pulled off. I mean, these guys are just guys, yeah. people well, in the parks. It, even more than that, uh, they they take off their stuff they're, uh, right after the parade, and then they enjoy the the park just as regular guests. But guests are allowed to dress up as their favorite Star Wars characters for Star Wars weekends as long as they're not wearing any masks. Uh, they they still can't cover their face, but I mean you'll see people totally devoted. Um, there was one guy that usually comes annually where he has a full Darth Vader outfit. He won't wear the mask, but he'll still wear everything else. And he fabricated like he got in touch with Lucasfilm just to get like the specific uh, specs, all the specs on the costume, so he could create the most realistic one. Wow! And I mean, but it's just his normal face. Yeah, but they, I mean, Sunglasses I think he has maybe. like a, a still a hat on, but okay. you can't you can't, you can't cover, cover face, the sure. face at all. So, but people go crazy dressing up. I mean, just like a convention, uh, people dress the same way. It's a whole cosplay attitude style, but it, it's cool to see them walking around. But then Disney also has a lot to handle because they're not allowed to act like they're actually characters. So then people start right because that was the other thing I've pictures. heard about is that Disney Disney gets a little upset when people start taking pictures with these exactly. guys because these are not mm-hmm. official yeah. Disney characters, right? Um, and I know that there have been yeah. there have been issues with that in the past. So what else goes on at these weekends? Uh, you know, other than the special merchandise, I mean. Oh, well, actually, let's talk about the merchandise a little bit. Um, so we know that your artwork, obviously. Uh, worth going for and these uh, great names these beauties <laughs> uh, what other kinds of merchandise well, will you find there we've talked about the uh, the Tech me stuff that's been going on where they can put your face onto the action figures that stand up they have the stormtroopers uh, they have the the Leia looking one the rebel pilot carbonite. one uh, yeah and carbonite it all, it all started with carbonite me yeah. and um so it, it's just keep growing, and uh, they added the the huge fi- figures this year for fifteen hundred dollars, like we talked about before, which oh, looked how- amazing in person. But how big were they? They're, they're I mean, they small. were like oh. they were like this big. Wow, they were okay. amazing. Yeah, um, slightly over feet. Yeah, a foot. But I mean, the D Tech stuff's the coolest. So like, they also have special phone cases. So I have like Donald Duck and Carbonite 
phone case they do. That's one of the nicest phone cases yeah. I've ever seen. The texture is really nice. It's oh, good yeah. quality. No, it's amazing. Um, but DTEX, DTEX like the best part yeah. about it. Then they have your limited edition pins. Uh, they had anything Star yeah. Wars, Star Tours, Star Wars weekends that you could think of back there. You know, hats, any, any, yeah. or shirt, mm-hmm. any kind of uh, clothing, stuff like that. They also had um, the event specific. They had the Darth Vader cupcake and the Yoda cupcake. Oh, God. The, <laughs> I hate the cupcakes. That Come Vader on, cupcake how can you hate cupcakes? You hate everything. No, I don't hate everything. <laughs> how can you hate cupcakes? I am so against Cut Disney. to me. <laughs> Cut his mic off. <laughs> how can you hate cupcakes? The, cupcake, the Darth Vader cupcake, I think we may have sent Dustin a picture of it, was really good. Uh, it was like a chocolate with peanut butter, and it looked like it was going to be just okay, but it was re- like... It was it very was, rich. It was yeah. really, really good. Um, they, they were actually five seventy five. But from Akbar snack they bar. had they had them everywhere all over the, all over <laughs> the like park. He, we just keep saying Akbar yes. every day. We keep going Akbar, <laughs> but um, they were you could get the the cupcakes anywhere in like any um, counter service as well as Akbar snack bar, snack bar. Now, did anybody use the augmented reality? I saw a couple people year. fiddling around with it, but you know, if people are having a hard enough time just going for my Disney experience, they were not like, and and you really do need that. They were not failing. It would erasma or whatever. Uh, was yeah, what it was well, uh, Nicole Mancini, Nikki Mancini, yeah. put a blog up uh, today on uh, blog.wwinfo.com about the this new technology they're using this year at Star Wars Weekends with augmented reality. Um, and for those not familiar, you know, uh, augmented reality, basically you use your smartphone to hold it up to something and it gives you information or it does something interactive based on the picture that, that you're seeing or the image that it's pointed at. In this case, uh, using this app called Orasma, A-U-R-A-S-M-A, um, you hold it up to the official Star Wars Weekend's logo and you'll watch spacecraft, asteroid lasers, and more come to life right on your phone. Um, and you can actually download the app itself is free. The Erasma app is free. And then on the blog, Nikki has one of the logos that you can hold it up to and kind of see it in, in action. I haven't had a chance to do it yet. You've got to... Uh, I cool. downloaded the app. I just haven't I haven't signed up for the service yet. But it looks kind of like one of those lenticular posters you'd see at the movie theater. When you kind of look one way, it moves, and you kind of move the other way, and it kind of moves with you. You see them in like kids' books, where like a cheetah running or something. Right, right. I saw one person trying to use it when we were waiting in line for Darth Maul. I didn't really. Did That's you see the problem with it. They have a lot of the stuff that you can use with it in line for Darth Maul, but. So that'll slow down the line to get into it. And whenever you're waiting... Why don't they ever think of that? Whenever you're waiting a half an hour in the sun and then you finally get inside and you just want to get in before your line gets to an hour and then everyone stops the line so they can take a picture and see what it's like with the augmented reality. Well, one of, my, just, one of my park peeves is at Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. They have the animated Buzz exactly. Lightyear right before you get onto the ride and everybody stops there to take mm. pictures. <laughs> And it's like you've been waiting online, especially now. The standby lines for that can easily be an hour. You're waiting an hour, and you have to wait. And one of the reasons you're waiting that long is because people are taking 20 minutes to take a picture with Buzz Lightyear. Um, I don't know why they do that. I mean, but 
But I'll notice. I do notice that when it's busy at, uh, at at the Magic Kingdom, they put a curtain over Buzz Lightyear. So really? The shroud, I've never noticed that. The shroud of Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> I know it touched the Buzz behind the curtain. Um, but so I mean, the augmented reality sounds cool, but it just sounds like a gimmick. I think it's, it's a nice um, bonus. It would thing, be. But it yeah, like just, that's just it. You're not going to go there just for that. It would be one thing if it was more of like a heads-up display augmented reality that's kind of telling you where to go or something interesting yeah. about the event. Or to me, it, it, the only thing that I literally remember about it, it was sponsored by HP. Right. That's all I remember. I don't remember anyone actually using it or going, oh, that's cool. It goes, oh, there's a big HP logo. Yeah. It could be cool, yeah. I guess, you know. Um, what are you going to do? Okay, well, no. Actually, uh, the blog is showing some, uh, like, uh, certain background scenes where you stand in front of the background scene and then... Those were in line. That's Yeah, Oh, okay. exactly. And that's so with Chewbacca showing up uh, yeah. in the scene. Okay, that's and pretty cool. And then people get frustrated if you try to move around them. And they're like, well, no, you can't skip in front of me. I was just taking my picture for a second. But people don't realize one picture in one second actually takes about 30 seconds total. Exactly. I, 30 <sighs> seconds, my word. So, wow, Christ! So what all worked up? I am. There was um, there they had uh, on Hollywood Boulevard when we first walked in before the motorcade. They had stormtroopers. They had stormtroopers um, just like right at the beginning of Hollywood Boulevard, and they were like looking down at everyone. That was really cool. They always do that. Yeah, that's yeah, always that, cool. They, they definitely stormtroopers definitely sold like. I want to say the whole day. They were they were really funny. They were on the on the stage under the hat. There was a stage set up, um, so they did some little banter back and forth there. Yep. And also the fireworks show that they do yep. uh, for Star Wars Weekend is pretty impressive. It's very impressive. Uh, so there was a lot of controversy surrounded about it in the Disney nerd world because they were taking away hyperspace hoopla, um, the the dance show that always happened at the Sorcerer Hat stage. I always hated Hyperspace Hoopla. I, I would watch it, but I didn't enjoy it. Uh, I hate I hate new music. I'm <laughs> kind of ornery against it. But uh, You said hate like a hundred times. I, yeah. Hate, In hate, hate, ten hate. Minutes. But no, uh, I, I didn't cover that show. She hates music. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now they they replaced it this year with the Symphony and the Stars uh, fireworks show that has taken place at the May the 4th Be With You event. And then I believe also at the paid event that happened whenever Star Tours was closing down. It was like the last time you could ride it and celebrities were there. They did the fireworks. Um, so they have ce- celebrities. <laughs> uh, so they have the fireworks show. And it's amazing. It's six minutes long. It has a bunch of John Williams music set to the background. So thanks, YouTube. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it's amazing. It's just Star Wars and fireworks together. Who who would think yeah, that would was, be bad? But fun. before the show, they also do a special little um, kind of a nod type or space hoopla because of people were upset by it. They still bring out all the characters on stage one at a time like they'll do. First the Jedi, and then after that they'll do bounty hunters, and Boba Fett comes out and starts shooting <laughs> stuff sparking left and right. So, but you know, just generally speaking, though, if you're not like really into Star Wars, um, this isn't for the casual Star Wars. No, you person. know what though, I I still enjoyed the day. It was something different, you know. As a Disney Parks fan, I still enjoyed the day immensely. Really? Tell them what, yeah. tell them what movies you've never seen. I've never seen Star Wars. And what? tell them if you liked it or not. I love the day. It was really good. No, I'm okay. in the same boat as Kim. I, I, I really excited. liked it. I just want to understand something, though. Um, yeah. Being that she's never seen the movies, you married her anyway? <laughs> 
She's got a lot going on for her. <laughs> she's gorgeous. No, Thank you. She's absolutely no, beautiful. But, um, but you know. she supports my interests. You no, know, so and I, I still like a lot, lot of other. <laughs> wow. I like other geeky okay. things, and I like Disney, and I think it's cool. I just never, I've never seen it, but I still, the day was still. There was a lot of energy in the parks. Um, every everybody was having a lot of fun. All the characters were wonderful. The the, per, the motorcade was really good. The fireworks were awesome, as well as they had a dance party. We didn't. We were at the Brown Derby Lounge, but we overheard it right at the stage. They had a dance party. It's called DJ Lobot or something Lobot, and it, it was really like the music was. It was not bad. I, I, I didn't feel like I was at a '90s Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, it was really. The music was pretty good. No, like it's terrible. I thought it was good. Terrible. It was like modern that's, dance that's music. That's my number was, three hate thing. I like. Okay. I also, uh, <laughs> on the list of things that Craig hates. Um, we have uh, haircuts, um, shaving. Oh, I can and, go with the shaving though. Uh, and uh, showers. <laughs> Not that I one. I hate Disney dance parties. It was. It was. I the music was good. They had a lot of remixes. They even had Whitney Houston. Okay. <laughs> Especially now when the Let It Go remix comes on. They did oh have the Let It Go gosh, remix. I want to rip my hair out. <laughs> that would be a haircut. Gouge so you won't do that. Oh, so we know we're going to have him covering every dance party from now until the I end of eternity. If I wasn't eating, I totally would have been dancing. So, I, I, you know, I, I, I haven't gone over. You know, I avoid Hollywood Studios generally. Although lately, it seems like I've been over there more often. And it was finding, exciting. Finding, of well, that. I've, I've been appreciating it more. I mean, just for a long time, it just was always felt crowded. It just wasn't anything there that really appealed to me. So I just kind of avoided it. But lately. Uh, we were there for Mother's Day. We had m- amazing lunch at the Brown Derby for Mother's Day. And uh, didn't bring my mother. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but um, I've been starting to appreciate that park more. So I might, at some point, uh, check out Star Wars Weekends. You really but, should. You know, It's just as, as a fan of the parks. You, you know. And like I said, it's not that I'm not a fan of Star Wars. Yeah, I am. No. I'm just not you know, heavily into it. Yeah. I, I remember you know, the first three are, you know... I remember seeing the first one on its first run in theaters. It was actually in Toronto with my father, um, was where I saw the first one and, you know, just loved it and loved the, you know, the two after it. The prequels, I hated. I just despised them. I thought they were horrendous how bad they were. I love um, them. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a page from, uh, from Craig here. <laughs> Shaking your head no. But... You know, I, um, I mean, it's interesting though that you say that as somebody who's never seen the yeah. movies that you I, still I mean, like. I, I appreciate all things Disney now that this is in the Disney universe as well. Um, but it, it was, it was definitely really cool. Um, what's cool, you know, unfortunately Hollywood Studios is like a shell of what it used to be or what it could be. But this kind of perked it up a little bit, and and there were spaces that aren't usually used that were used for this event, and it would be great if they could use that like regularly to do something. Well, I think you're going to see. Probably over the next five to seven years, I think there'll be some investment in yeah. uh, in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. You know, we it, nothing's been officially announced, but I think it's you know a foregone conclusion that some kind of Star Wars land, at the very least, is on its way to Hollywood Studios, and I think that'll help breathe some life into it. It needs to. You know, do you think they could sustain this interest year oh. round with a Star Wars theme land? I think that's going to hinge uh, largely on. How successful the new movies are. See, I don't even agree with that. I think they could build whatever they want Star Wars, and it is still. You automatically have a built in audience. It, it, it's still going to be fine. Um, that's It's just one of those timeless movies that it's always going to be around. The same thing uh, lately we've been seeing with Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Is that going to 
run its course. It's it's not because the books are timeless and the movies aren't half bad either. Star Wars isn't it's it's never going anywhere as long as we're around. So yeah. Disney would be a fool to not invest in it because it's it's always going to be here. People now, are always going to love it. I'm being told by my producer that we have a video. Yeah, uh, Craig put together a um, kind of an overview of um, Star Wars weekends. Oh, we probably should have started with that. <laughs> oh, I it's maybe... not everything. I didn't yeah. get to see everything. Obviously, busy, busy, busy all the time. But uh, it, it's a. He was secretly eating cupcakes. Yeah, I was eating cupcakes and crying during dance parties. (laughs) While getting a haircut. (laughs) While not getting a haircut. And shaving. And showering in popcorn. (laughs) And specialty drinks. The dark side of the force. They had specialty drinks. Now, now, Sean, you're remarkably silent. Um, Yeah. uh, What's... What's your take on Star Wars Weekends? I mean, um, okay, so I'm in the same boat as Kim. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the movies. I, I don't even know if I've seen them. I think maybe when I was a kid. Um, I think I would appreciate them. But I, I agree that as a Disney fan, there are things to enjoy there. Um, there are also um, a lot of little details. So one of the cool things I really thought that they did was above the stage that they have set up in front of the Sorcerer's Hat, they have a, a rig, like a lighting rig, in the shape of... Is it the Millennium Falcon? The Millennium Falcon. Yeah, so they have... It's just a cool detail that not many people would notice, but it's just like kind of the effort that goes into this this whole event, that they, they do little things like that. So I think that's cool. And you're right about the spaces that normally aren't used, like that theater. Like you didn't even know existed. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've been there a couple times, we? but for special events. Yeah. yeah. It's neat to see places that you've never seen before. Exactly. Uh, in a Disney park that you're usually pretty familiar with. I wanted to add one thing that we don't forget. Kim and I, when we went to go see, what was the name of the show oh, the again? Stars of the Saga. Stars of the Saga. If it starts at a hypothetical 5 o'clock, they, the show will go actually sort of kind of start at, say, 4.45. It started, we found, because the Stars of the Saga actually officially started at 3.30, they said. But it, they they started a pre-show at two at 3.15 that was actually really well, good. Don't, so get, make sure I, you I, are there yeah, at least 15 minutes early. We don't want to give it away, but... I think the pre-show was better than the actual show. Really? Yeah. yeah they were. There was some. It was just. Fun. Just go it see was it. Funny. Just go see it. And again, we didn't have fast passes or understand it or whatever. Uh, we just got there a little bit early and walked walked right in on a standby line and got pretty good seats. So do that. I also want to make sure that I mention that uh, Kim and Ian are not just here because of uh, Ian's artwork, but also because they won an auction at last year's uh, Delaware meet for. Uh, to be, to be here on the show. Um, I think they spent $400 on a banana box Four. and duct tape. Yeah. They, they, My uh, cat sat in the box Yeah, our cat sat in the box. We won, um, there was a live auction at the Delaware Disney in November and uh, for an empty box and duct tape because it was a, like a Bob Memorial box and there was thing, you know, Bob, like banana boxes. That's what Corey always tape. says. Banana and duct boxes tape. and duct tape. So uh, there the was an empty was box duct- and really no one was bidding on it. So Pete said, okay, whoever wins this auction gets to come on the show next time we come down. And I was like, oh, I guess I got to. And then I'm like, I kept going higher. I'm like, oh, I got to do this. I've been listening for so long. So we won. And now here you then are. Then here we are. And at that point, you had no idea. You were yeah, we did. We actually, no. so it just turned out to be a really great coincidence. We really wanted to, you know, being such huge fans, we, like, we have to see Ian's art in the park. This yeah. is, like, the pinnacle of sure. everything we wanted to do, so. Yeah, actually, we didn't even talk about that. The only reason I came down was to stand next to it and just, <laughs> like, inch closer and closer, and then someone will go, hey, guy, why are you standing there? I go, funny, you should ask. <laughs> but actually, it sold out this weekend, so I didn't even get to do that. 
that awesome. No, but the, they sort will of, bring it's sold out for this weekend. Yeah. They will bring more for next weekend. Okay. So the, so but there I mean there's a, the possibility that they can still sell out completely, but they're going to replenish the supply next weekend. Yeah, they have an allotment for each week, and I actually when we got there on Sunday morningish, uh, we walked in as the the last one was being sold, and I took a picture with a guy. And I hope he didn't buy it just because I was there. Oh, he did. <laughs> he felt bad. Like, you know, he said, oh, do you guys have anything with Chewbacca to the guy working there? And they said, hey, yes, we do. And they brought out mine. And I want I kind of want to, you don't have to buy it. Just, you know, my art's not for everyone. So I, I hope you, <laughs> wherever you are out there, I hope you bought it because you like it. And not because I was standing right there. It's okay. But he did. He bought it and it was cool. And- yeah. And that's, you know, I just, uh, I love that part of the story that, you know, this is, you know, your passion, you know, obviously for art, uh, for drawing, for Star Wars, for Disney, Mm -hmm. all of those things being able to come together in one place as somebody who's had that experience in his career um, and knowing what that feels like, Mm -hmm. it just, it, it really makes me happy. Thank you. Uh, to like see that happen for someone else, and um, I want—I I can't wait to see what else you get to do because I'm sure uh, you'll get to do many, many, many things uh, with with Disney for Disney. What are you? Lo- <laughs> Sorry, before we go, no, I, I I'll, to- I'll read it okay. since I've been laughing about it for the past hour. Ian got the best compliment I've ever heard. Yes, he looks like a more attractive John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian? Hi, Jillian. No, that, was, that was Matt in chat, and it's been cracking me up. Matt, Matt Whitmer? No, oh. no, 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 well, no, no, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Imagine well, you know what? It stinks. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thanks. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and play uh, Craig's video to end the show. That is going to do it for us this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everybody. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week. Have a good week.